Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card. It gives you unlimited daily cash back that can earn 4.15% annual percentage yield when you open a savings account. A high-yield, low-effort way to grow your money with no fees. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone to start earning and growing your daily cash with savings today. Apple Card subject to credit approval. Savings is available to Apple Card owners. Subject to eligibility. Savings accounts by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, happy Friday. Welcome to another edition of Shark City Unfiltered. I'm your host, Aaron James. Ah, oh, boy. Uh, it's nice to get through this week. It was a tough one here in Sharks territory. If you're paying attention to, you know, um, the grapevine, all these rumors and etc. But that's all behind us now. So excited to get into the weekend. Um, we're going to talk about a couple of topics here. Some of them are current as of like today. Some of them may have been earlier this month, but I haven't had a chance to react to them yet. And then we're going <clears> to, <throat> pardon me, have the uh, show conclude with Tankathon's uh, strength of schedule for the San Jose Sharks. And we'll look into our divisional rivals as well. So um, without further ado, let's jump right into the first topic. That being, um, this is what's current going on. Or again, this was about a couple weeks ago, but Joe Thornton was cited in Switzerland. Um, is Joe Thornton getting closer to, you know, coaching? And, you know, maybe taking the next steps of his professional career, maybe coaching over there in HC Davos or perhaps even coaching as a development coach here in San Jose. Only one can speculate. However, um, if you guys are not aware, uh, Joe Thornton, first and foremost, he has not announced his retirement. I want to just make that clear. Um, he has often been associated with HC Davos. Obviously, he spent a couple of seasons down there. I believe um, he played for them during the lockout in 2004, 2005. And then, of course, most recently in the back of our minds for Sharks territory, 2020-2021, when uh, you know the pandemic was going on and the season was uh, – the NHL season essentially wasn't happening. Um, so, you know, a lot of rumors from this kind of, you know, emerged, obviously. You know, seeing Joe Thornton, um, you know, coaching is pretty big news development. That's, you know, he's been hanging around the front office here in uh, San Jose for the longest time and – whether or not he's just, you know, in my opinion, showing respect to Patrick Marlowe because Patrick that was Patrick Marlowe's year announcing his retirement, getting his jersey retired, and he's just, you know, waiting in line, you know, showing respect and waiting for his turn. Or if, you know, maybe he might, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe he there may be a role for him in HC Davos, if not here in uh, San Jose. But anyways, uh, for those of you, just really quick, these um, who want to know where these images came from, it came from Instagram's account, HC Davos Instagram account. And... um. Again, this isn't the first time he's been in AC Davos. As a matter of fact, he owns property in Switzerland, and that's where he spends most of his summers. Uh, so he's always had ties with the hockey club, the Davos Hockey Club. And um, yeah, you know, long story short is it makes you wonder if if we're one step closer to 
again, he did not officially announce his retirement, but it makes you wonder if that's going to happen. And then this season we might have a number 19 in the Raptors. And who knows, maybe even a new development coach uh, right after Patty. That'll be that'll be awesome. I'm just thinking like, you know, you have Richie, you have Nabokov, Marlowe, and Thornton. I mean, imagine them on the bench with David Quinn. Anyways, or even, you know, playing an associate coach role out there with McCarthy, with the Cuda. It'd just be amazing. Anyways, um, so uh, moving along here with some of the, the current, I guess is the best way to say it, um, some current things and some just interesting things going on here that are relative to Sharks territory. And um, Joe Pavelski, a lot of fans love Joe Pavelski here in Sharks territory still. And he was, news broke today that he was essentially consulting or, you know, giving advice to, now quarterback, uh, New York Jets quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, why does this make big news for us here in Sharks territory? Uh, so apparently Aaron Rodgers was seeking his advice for how he transitioned from being a longtime San Jose Shark and then having a successful career afterwards with the Dallas Stars. Um, you know, D- Joe Pavelski handled most recently um, in the offseason – I think he was just I think he was third overall in points for Dallas this season. And he had um what was it? 14 games and 14 points in the last Stanley Cup playoffs. This this previous uh playoff run that they had. So who better than to go to, right? And ask how can you, you know, have continued success than Captain America. Again, I feel I'm one of those fans that's on the fence that says, hey, he already made his choice. He's Dallas Stars, so I'm not going to get too much into, you know, um, geeking out on Joe Pavelski. But there's a reason why I am um, talking about this story. By the way, for a little bit more context, um, Joe Pavelski and Aaron Rodgers were both part of the Celebrity um, American Century Championship Golf Tournament. And um, Bay Area superstar Stephen Curry won the championship, by the way. That was uh, Sunday, I think it was. Anyways, um, so that's his first title uh, uh, in the celebrity tournament. Uh, Joe Pavelski, for those of you who want to just know, he finished, I believe, fifth, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just double check my sets here. Anyways, doesn't matter. It's golf. Uh, But really quick, I just wanted to... um, uh, share a quote from Aaron Rodgers here. He said, I just got to spend time with my buddy, Joe Pavelski, who played with the Sharks for so long, and now he's with the Stars. There's a lot of guys like that up in Lake Tahoe. Um, you know what I mean? So, yeah, pretty interesting. It makes me wonder if they'll ever, you know, release the transcripts or, you know, give us a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more uh, context to that conversation they had. I'm definitely interested in hearing what Joe Pavelski had to say as far as, like, you know, uh, his time here in Sharks territory. But um, you're probably wondering, why are you talking about golf and or football? <laughs> uh, just to be honest with you, it's kind of a segue um, into this next topic that I want to share. And um, it's pure speculation. Again, um, I want to talk about Joe Pavelski being an ex-Sanzi Shark, being a hockey player, and then Aaron Rodgers. You know, he gave him advice. He's being a football player because it kind of sets up the perfect marriage of hockey and football for this next segment. But essentially, and again, I just want to, I just want to clarify, this is pure speculation. Uh, not this part, but um, what I'm about to say after. So if you are a San Jose native or Bay Area native in general, um, you will remember some of the the sports teams here, right? Um, I don't want to give it away too much, so let me just put it this way. 
the American, excuse me, not the American, the Arena Football League announced it will return with 16 teams, and California was designated as a host site. It was designated as a host site. So if you're a San Jose native and you and you go to and you love the Shark Tank, you might know where I'm going with this. Um, if the AFL is coming back now, there's plenty of California teams. You know, they can go anywhere. They can go to Southern Cal or hopefully right back here. But the point I'm trying to get at is, wouldn't it be something to see the San Jose Sabercats come back? Uh, the Bay Area Panthers currently in the playoffs are playing. You know, that's their home. But they just announced not too long ago that they're looking for a new spot. So after two years at SAP Center, the Bay Area Panthers are uh, moving out and they're getting a new pad. So what I'm trying to say here, what does this have to do with hockey? I would love to see the San Jose Sabercats return to the SAP Center because that's one of the best utilizations of the tank during the Sharks offseason in the past. Those San Jose Sabercats games. Anyways, getting back on sides with hockey. I just wanted to geek out there for, you know, the locals here in San Jose. And uh, for those who are, you know, feeling nostalgic uh, sports teams and wishing to coming back, we'll see what's. Um, I assume if it doesn't happen this season, maybe up for consideration the following year as more teams are planned to be announced. But again, Back on sides with hockey. Um, just want to show quick love and respect to Curtis Brown. Curtis Brown, um, earlier this week, <clears throat> it was announced he is currently a hockey strategy and player development coach. But this week, it was announced that he will be headed to Lincoln, Nebraska to take on the uh, Lincoln Star triple a hockey um teams uh to be the director my bad to be the director now brown he's obviously dedicated a lot of his time to coaching and developing young players while serving um as a hockey director a director pardon me with the san jose junior sharks uh this past weekend i believe it was uh, usa hockey's player development camps uh, they brought the best players in the country together to learn to compete develop on and off the ice. They do this every year. By the way, this story is coming out of usahockey.com. Um, but yeah, so Curtis Brown is now, you know, he's a head coach. He's coaching over there at the BioSteel. Now he's the director over there. Uh, so kudos and best of luck to you, uh, Curtis Brown. I really am going to miss you during the uh, the pre and post game. I'll be 100 with you. you. You were probably one of the, if not the single reason why I tuned into those, because I always loved your refreshing, authentic <laughs> uh, in genuine takes anyways um for those of you who need some more context curtis brown former nhl player he played on the sharks um he's a current head coach of the usa hockey biosteel boys 16 player development camp and um he is behind the bench for the third time at usa hockey's player development camp so um, curtis brown had this to say and i quote it's such a pleasure to be here player development camp is the title but it's coaches development camp too there's non Stop communication, talking, learning, and listening that goes on amongst it. And it's a very unique opportunity for all of us when you go back home and you have so many more relationships and resources. So, again, uh, congratulations to Curtis Brown. Uh, best of luck to you. And who knows? You know, maybe he'll make another barrier trip here and maybe with a little bit more experience under his belt, maybe there'll be a role for him in the Sharks organization again. Anyways, um, so that right there is pretty much all the things I wanted to catch up on uh, currently. So, yeah, yeah, we have some things that I want to go into in just a moment. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to be 100. It's going to be a short and sweet episode this Friday uh, this Friday uh, afternoon or evening. It's a scorcher. 
and um, the AC needs to come back on. Just kidding. But uh, okay, seriously, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to take a breather, cool down, and then when we get back, we're going to talk about the Sharks' strength of schedule. And also, uh, just being real with you, we'll conclude probably with um, – I'm going to react to the Sharks' promotional schedule. Just a couple of games, a couple of the giveaways. I want to go over those. Didn't get a chance to do that yet. So, All right, I'll be right back. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this very casual edition of the Shark City Unfiltered uh, right here on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. We'll be right back after this quick message. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050. Or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, in West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charles Town Races, in Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opting required. Max bet $50. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash Baseball Terms. Uh, if you're not following us already, maybe you discovered us on the Twitter, uh, the Sharks Twitter uh, threads, or you know Facebook or Reddit. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Uh, you know, show some love. Uh, you could do so on social media, on all of our accounts at Shark City Hockey. Um, and yeah, moving along here. So the Tankathon.com released the strength of schedule. For the upcoming 2023-2020 tour um, season. Obviously, a lot of these rankings are based on previous year's results. So I'm sure this will be tweaked later on. But I just wanted to share with all you out there that now uh, that the Tankathon had released his strength of scheduling, the Sound City Sharks doesn't really look that bad. Um, ranked 12th toughest schedule in the league for those of you who are wondering who number one is it's montreal canadians uh, back to the sounds of sharks as you can see we have the um or excuse me for those of you listening to podcasts I'll, i'm going to explain it to you so pardon me <laughs> uh, but for those of you watching video version as you can see the teams on the left grouped in the left those are the toughest opponents we're going to have so those of you listening to audio version the toughest opponents that the sharks are going to have this season are the of course stanley cup champs vegas golden knights uh, the previous champs, the Colorado Avalanche, believe it or not, um, the New York, or excuse me, the New Devils, they have like the second easiest schedule. I believe they're favorited, and we'll go over, maybe we'll share that. The Tankathon don't really matter, but if I'm not, from, if I'm on, if I'm not mistaken, pardon me, I think New Jersey and Vegas are favored to be the finals this season. Um, so what am I saying with that? Uh, you know, Cup favorites. The Sharks are going to get, you know, a healthy dose of those. Um, Vegas, they get a face four times a season. Colorado Avalanche three times. New Jersey twice. Um, some other tough teams that are on that list is Joe Pavelski's Dallas Stars three times this season. Uh, the Boston Bruins twice. And, um, you know, the other Connor, not Bedard. <laughs> uh, him 
and uh, Vander Kane and the Oilers. You know, face them three times. That's another team that seems to be favorited. Uh, you know, to maybe do something this season. Uh, our easiest teams that we face, which I kind of find intriguing. Um, Chicago Blackhawks, obviously, you know, right in the thick of the midst of the rebuild, having selected Connor Bedard number one overall, uh, due to a little help from the draft lottery, of course. But um, they will face off against Willem Eklund and hopefully Thomas Bortolo and our future stars, and of course, our current, you know, uh, superstars. Uh, yeah, we'll face Connor Bedard, assuming that he makes the main lineup and they don't ELC slide him over there in Chicago. Um, three times this season, um, Arizona Coyotes, the Anaheim Ducks, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and the Montreal Canadiens, as we mentioned, who have the hardest schedule, at least as of right now. Um, they will also be a part of those teams that we will be facing on the you know other end of the stick. These are the easier teams. So uh, once again, uh, Anaheim Ducks four times, obviously divisional rivals, uh, Arizona three times, Philadelphia twice. Um, same thing goes with Canadians and the Blue Jackets. So what's all that to say? Um, you know, a lot of this is all based off of last year's roster. Okay. It doesn't even take into consideration some of the, um, you know, Sharks prospects that are about to make, you know, their like full-time debut this season. And also it doesn't take to account that we have Anthony Duclair, right? And, um, and, you know, we, I know it's uncertain, but we still haven't had a chance to see what, you know, Mackenzie Blackwood will bring to the crease as well as what kind of fire that might light under Capo Kakinen. And maybe even push E2 McInerney to just go that much harder as well. Anyway, so what am I trying to say here? Uh, 12th isn't a bad, a bad spot. It really isn't. Um, we get that first game against Vegas to open up our season. And I'm telling you, if we can handle the division, if we can find a way to turn it around finally this season and, you know, start handing out some, you know, L's to the, you know, Las Vegas team, then, you know, the Sharks might find themselves in some good shape. Obviously, um, if you look at the tankathon, you know, right now they're at 11.5, you know, chance right now, 11.5% chance of getting number one overall. So I think um, right now we are favored to be like second seed. So, yeah, again, that's all based off, in my opinion, it, you know, obviously the strength of schedule, a lot of this has to do with, um, you know, with last year's results, case in point. And we're about to go into it with the divisional, um, with the rest of the division. Uh, we'll start off, um, we'll start off with the, the easiest and all the way up. Uh, so Vegas, Vegas has the easiest schedule according to Tankathon, right? Like the least, uh, like the easiest, the weakest, I guess, schedule. But that's because of the Cup champs. So you know, we'll see after a couple of games how that changes, or you know, a couple of months. Uh, but going into the season, for the rest of our division, uh, Anaheim looks like they're going to have it tough again for another year. Uh, they're ranked six overall. Vancouver is number uh, 10, 10 toughest uh, schedule in the NHL next season. Uh, Calgary actually is going to have it a little bit harder than us, or easier than us, pardon me, uh, at 17, just five spots below. And then you start to get toward the obvious stuff, right? So you got the playoff team, Seattle Kraken, uh, LA Kings. They have, uh, excuse me, the Kraken are 23rd um, toughest schedule. Uh, 28th toughest schedule is the LA Kings. The 30th is Edmonton Oilers. And um, yeah, so what's that to say? Um, obviously the ones that have the easiest schedules here in the division are the ones that are kind of playoff contenders or the champs from last season. So 
Um, those are going to be the teams to beat. They really are. Uh, Anaheim should be give me's at this point. I know we struggle against them throughout the season, but at this point, we should be we should be mopping them up. Um, Vancouver is the only team left in the division that doesn't have a cup like us. So I think this will be a good time to you know uh, <laughs> start um, you know making a how do I say this properly like uh, sending the message you know start start you know setting the tone and and you know letting the division know that you know um, we're no longer going to be bottom four. Anyways, so yeah, there there's your quick look at it. Um, I'm not going to dive too much into how <clears throat> pardon me how tough um, the uh, schedule is for our divisional opponents, but I will say or it goes without saying that you know obviously um so the sharks are in their tier of easiest opponents so let's see how that all turns around but i just want to share that with you i think that's a good sign you know it's not like we have top 10 it's not like we even have five uh toughest schedule in the league the fact that we're like 12th to me i mean 12 to like 18 like that mid-range I mean, that could just be like, you know, a slight percentage off, you know, I'm not going to get to it. But anyways, the point I'm trying to say is um, I think that's good signs. I really do. It shows that, um, in my opinion, it shows that at the very least, we should be competing again for a top spot in the division. Whether or not we get it, you know, we'll have to wait and find out. But I have a feeling, in my opinion, I have a feeling if we could just turn turn around <laughs> You know, first and foremost, we have to start putting our foot down against the new kids on the block Seattle. But we also have to turn around our luck against this. Um, I think if the Sharks, this, I think I really do believe this, okay, with Anthony Duclair and Will and Mecklen, all the other prospects coming up. If they could just find a way to handle these, you know, divisional rivals and turn around their fortunes, you know, the Sharks, they they may start, you know, at least top three. You know, maybe try to get a wild card spot in the West, but I'm not going to sell any more to you. Let's move on to the last topic here because we're almost preaching, uh, approaching. Pardon me, we ain't preaching here. Almost approaching um, 30 minutes here, and I want to keep it short and sweet for this um, TGIF. All right, and plus it's hot. Got the AC off. Got to turn it back on. <laughs> it's a scorcher here in the Bay Area. Might have to go to the beach um, this weekend. Oh, by the way, speaking of the weather and stuff, for all you out there. Stay hydrated. Be safe, okay? Um, so, last but not least, I know this is kind of old news here, but as I mentioned at the top of the uh, program, I'm kind of reacting to things that I didn't have a chance to react to yet, and that is these new lineups of giveaways or promotional nights for the San Jose Sharks upcoming season. All right. Um, you know, this would be a good time to put the uh, graphics going on here. Boom and boom. All right. So, first and foremost, opening night, I guess we're trying to set a tone. I guess, we, you know, the idea is let the Sharks cook because they're doing an apron giveaway. That's a home opener. Apparently, there's also going to be a pregame festival. All right. So, you know, if you want to get your uh, apron, you know, all sauced up uh, before the game, that's pretty cool. At least your jersey will stay clean. Um, that's going down, of course, October 12th against the Vegas um, Golden Knights. Shark Tank, 7.30 p.m. for us here in San Jose. It's pretty cool, I guess. Um, kind of random, to be honest with you. Um, but I, I, I like, I like, I like the, the message, you know, like let them cook. I, I like the uh, tone. I like the tone they're trying to set, you know, uh, during uh, opening night. 
what really, and this is another reason why I didn't react right away, because what really threw me off is when the Sharks first shared this um, giveaway being the Los Tiburones Luchador goalie mask. First and foremost, before they even shared <laughs> this uh, picture, and if, if you're not watching the video version, imagine a Jason Voorhees mask, okay? Um when before they shared the current the current one it's it's a hockey mask old school hockey mask like i said imagine jason Voorhees, friday the 13th um now it's kind of painted up this is a mock a mocked up version this is not the actual version apparently and a artist written edition of this is going to come soon but uh, the luchador goalie mask what really threw me off is when they first presented it had no design on it it was just plain white and i was like how is this? This should be like Halloween giveaway. How is this Los Tiburones? Um, but also, I just want to comment on this really quick. I like I like the idea of a mask giveaway, but this would be more appropriate if you guys did a luchador mask giveaway. A luchador goalie mask, that's a stretch. I mean, just painting a, a, a goalie mask, like a Jason goalie mask, of all things. like Easily been a, a quick dub with like actual luchador mask. But um, I'm pretty sure, you know, this is the cost-effective way to go. Um, okay, the next two I really want to spend some time on. By the way, Luchador, um, Los Tiburones Night, Luchador Goalie Mask, uh, all arena giveaways going down Saturday, October 14th. That'll be against, um, man, these are all going against the uh, former champs. So that'll be against the Colorado Avalanche. Um, all right. A couple, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about the mashups. I wasn't really digging them. Um, mainly due to, like, the sharks changing their colors. I won't really spend too much time on that on this episode, but I do want to share my opinion on this mashup basketball jersey giveaway. All right, so the uh, San Jose Sharks are doing their traditional Bay Area Unite. Uh, they've done it with the Warriors. They've done it with the um, the Forty ers most recently, and so on. Right. Uh, this year, just going back to the Warriors. It's going down Saturday, November fourth. 7 o'clock against Pittsburgh Penguins. This one, believe it or not, I actually like this one. And I'm not even a basketball fan. Okay? And I'll tell you why I actually like this. It's because they kept the Sharks colors. All right? And the logo of the, you know, mocked-up jersey of the team, you know, the Golden State Warriors, it's very minimalistic. All right? So I think this mashup is a huge dub, no pun intended, because... They actually also made it a basketball jersey. All right. So th that that makes sense. I think it was tough to see the other jerseys in the past because they're kind of a mock-up of the team's colors, but they were hockey jerseys. So again, this isn't the first time the Sharks are doing a Warriors matchup in the past. They essentially did like a Sharks jersey, and it was the Warriors blue and yellow, right? Um same thing with the 49ers last season. It was a Sharks jersey, but it was red and white. And you can imagine, you know, as a hockey fan, red and white with Detroit Red Wings, it just didn't, it didn't happen. Anyways, um, or a Sharks hockey fan it is. So, yeah, this is not – so, again, um, I think, you know, maybe in the past also, like, the win is, you know, they're mocking – they're doing these mashups and mocking them up to be hockey jerseys, but this is a dub because they actually do the mashup. They do a basketball jersey. So perhaps maybe, you know, if last season they kind of did a mocked up 49ers football jersey, all black with teal stripes and maybe a teal colored 49er logo, maybe it would have been a little bit more of a hit. 
all that's all, all that to say is this is how you do mashup jerseys. So I'm actually digging this. I know in the past I I didn't care for them, but that's because again, it just seemed like the Sharks were adopting colors from other teams. This one, they adopt a template and they spin it themselves. And that um that stealth shark logo in the middle of the 91, that, that that's that's pretty dope. All right. And last but not least, I actually like this. The holiday sweater jersey giveaway. The holiday sweater is San Jose Sharks fans kind of tradition. Going back to, you know, um, what was it, our money? <laughs> and uh, and Neat Beats. And, you know, Dan Ruzanowski on the turntables. Anyways, um, last season, I've, I'm blanking on the band right now, but last season some footage leaked of San Jose, of SJ Sharky with a band, and they're playing what looked like to be over there on Sharks Ice. And it looks like they're playing like maybe a holiday jingle Christmas song going on. So I am speculating whether or not that actually debuts um, that day um, being. And by the way, if I. No, I did mention the last game. Uh, so the holiday sweater shirts you give away is going to be Thursday, December 21st. I'll be against Arizona Coyotes. Um, but yeah, it makes me wonder if we'll get the uh, second, you know, version two of holiday sweater. All right, and that's it. That's all I wanted to react to and just catch up to. Uh, you know, it's going to be, again, it's going to be a long off season, And, um, you know, we'll be right here with you every step of the way. I'm Aaron James. Thank you for giving me your time um, on this Friday evening. Uh, don't forget to give us a follow. If you liked anything that you heard, please give us a thumbs up, whether you're watching on YouTube or on facebook and if you're watching this on twitter you know hit that little heart button and retweet that'd be awesome all right that's enough of that thank you guys once again let's go sharks i'm aaron james signing off for the weekend i am so excited for next week no spoilers here but i got some some um, cool things going on i hope hopefully again no spoilers but i cannot wait with you so until then y'all have a great rest of your night stay hydrated and you know let's go sharks baby all right, catch me on Twitter, catch me on Instagram, catch me on Twitch, catch me on YouTube, catch me on Reddit. All right, I'll be there. We'll be, um, you know, uh, interacting with each other during the uh, the uh, the weekend and the off season. And also, like and subscribe to this channel. Put your notifications on so you know when we go live every time. All right, enough of the promos. Thank you all. Y'all have a great rest of your night. See ya.